The Bill 2 Media Podcast is sponsored by QualityFreightRate.com. Use the promo code BUILT2. Get 10% off your first shipment. Sign up is easy. QualityFreightRate.com. Hit that button. The Bill 2 Media Podcast. Why is the button sticky, Gunner? I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Dude, it's just what I do. Built 2. Gunner, Blake, and Zach. Yeah, I'm a cowboy. The Built 2 Media Podcast. The things you can do with a plum bob. Yeah. Better have the toilet nearby. <laughs> a little bing bang, a little Bang bang. Well, bing bong. We created a drinking game. You know how many times I say, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know how many times you say for sure? How many? So, I guess, like, a lot. Now, from the Liquid Nitro studio, here's your host, Gunner Cummings. So, I guess, like, Blake Anderson. Well, y'all just did a bang up job. And Zach Todd. What is Todd? I'll tell you, I hope uh, you listen. You got a lot of gas in your tank. Hit the button. Oh, yeah, baby. And from the Liquid Nitro studios. It is the Built to Media Podcast. That's right. Episode 61. And also, we have another host in here that hasn't got added to the intro yet, Mr. Ben Bros, who was also mad at me during the intro again. I'm not wasn't mad. I was just like, well, what the hell? What the hell, man? Come on. Where am I? Okay, hold on. Ready? We're all going to pause, <laughs> and then you do your Ben Bros. Ready, I'm not doing set, my own intro. And go. I'm Ben. Coming to you live. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got from the Liquid Nitro Studios. We got Todd. 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 We Zach. got we got all the Todds today. Full barn. We got a hype interview. I feel like these shorts are too short for this chair. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's too bad you like can't tan or selfless tan or it's, what? Maybe I do a spray tan. Yeah, you guys want to come over with some rattle cans or something. <laughs> Just get some tan rattle. You'd be looking like Trump or something, like an orange peel. (laughs) (laughs) That's where my hair's. Your hair will probably look just like it. Probably. Actually, I won't have any left. (laughs) What, after you spray paint him or what? Yeah. I No. No, you'd have hair. It would just be a different color. Orange. Orange. Orange Orange. peel. Yeah, orange peel. Yeah. I like lemons. Nice texture to it. On a weekend. (laughs) Saturday morning. Yes. You know. Read the paper. So, sometimes <laughs> so you got some shoes on, huh? Yeah. So, uh, how about how about all these methods for me to tell time now in here? Yeah, yeah. You have what four options? We figured. Yeah, I got my phone. I got the walk, the clock on the wall, and then uh, Mr. Gunner Cummings bought a timer. So from Menards, from Menards in the as seen on TV section, <laughs> or in the clearance section. In the as seen on TV section. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a section right when you walk into Menards, right to your left. Blake, you want to tell your experience at Harbor Freight this weekend? I hate Harbor Freight. My that t- guy was stressed as all get out. So first off, I go in, I'm going to buy myself one of them little U.S. General Series 2 carts, right? A little toolboxes, because they got gunmetal gray and they look badass. So I want Ooh. one. Yep. Took the ticket, went and got my other stuff, walk up. I'm waiting in line for 10 minutes. There's one guy in front of me who was already done. <sighs> Mr. Guy with tiny glasses. I'll just, I'll just set the picture for you. He's probably pushing 200-something pounds, you know, bigger fella, a little older. Tiny glasses, like eyeballs bigger than glasses. Only uses them when he looks down, so he's always got his chin tipped into his chest and looking oh, like yeah. past the glasses all the time. It's got to yep. be hard on his neck. Could not get the receipt paper in the freaking ding-dong deal there. It's not, the that hard to, it's not that hard to do. Pop it open. Right. Drop it in. Pull it out. 
That's why. I so waited. when Ben goes to Harbor Freight, he's like, let me just show you how to do this. I mean, you're not even going to ask questions. <laughs> it was so entertaining. Uh, a solid 10 minutes of me watching him be so frustrated. Like, he was in panic mode. Oh, man. Like, uh, every time it wouldn't work, is David available in the back? <laughs> that's David. sincere disappointment. David to the front. What yeah. Harbor Freight were you at? Oh, Claire. Oh. That's disappointing because I just love the rice like Harbor Freight. Yeah, I know. I just. It is nice Harbor Freight. Oh, it's just, why is that store so good? I went through the, you know, like the website, screenshotted what I wanted so I could walk in and just be like, all right, I got what I need. Because you never, ever get any help there, ever. And then Steve at the front desk was just like, F this receipt paper. Was his name Steve? I don't remember. Or George? Bob. I thought it was Bob. Maybe it was, maybe it was Todd. He, I think he was more of yeah, Maybe it was Todd. It, it could have been Todd. Todd. I would have remembered <laughs> the Todd. Well, okay. Happy birthday, Todd. Yes. Speaking of Todd, it was his birthday. Oh, last week. Yeah. Yes. You got a birthday? Happy birthday, Todd. Happy We're birthday, A2A you. Media. We shall yeah. create immortals of Todd. He didn't even like that comment. Come I on, know. Todd. I liked uh, Chris, Chris Vogel. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. Todd, what was it? Todd? Todd-tastic or something? I don't remember. <laughs> be Todd-tastic, something like that. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining watching this guy struggle trying to get the receipt paper in there. <laughs> then finally David came and saved the day. After 10 minutes. David did. Dude was sweating profusely in a closet. Older guy? Younger room. guy? Older. Number freights are pretty cold, too, so... Wait, this David was, was sweating or the guy putting the receipt in? They both were at the end of this, because I was, you know, a larger... Larger Stern gentleman with two you're, kids. You know, like, you're, you're sturdy in stature. Give me my tool cart. <laughs> Let's go. Right. Just mm. I have stuff to do today. <laughs> you will not. And then I was totally a dick. I was just like waiting the whole time because I knew my time was coming. So I set the whole stage like patient guy in the aisle waiting for all this. Right. And I had my little coupon in my thing. So he scans everything. I was like, oh, by the way, do you have one of these? He looked at me in the most pissed off face he could have. <laughs> He's like, we're out of gray. I said, can you spell, sell the display model? Uh, no, we cannot. Ooh. Ooh. So then I went ahead with Mr. 10-Minute Receipt Paper and said, well, why not? We can't sell displays. I said, can you check your other stores, please? Oh, he was getting livid. Oh, my God. <laughs> so after he checked all other stores, I found out that the only one that has one is in Minnesota. And then I went on to ask if they had the wrench racks that Zach so nicely got from Rice Lake for me. But I didn't have a SKU number. Oh, you oh, need the SKU oh, number. Fail. Epic no. fail. Uh-uh. No. No, no. It What'd was not a fail. It was me using up 10 minutes of his time. Were was there hold- anybody behind you? I will say, were you holding nope. up a line? Oh, okay. <laughs> so you hold up the line, that would have been a real... Well, they seen the dude struggling with the receipt <clears throat> deal, so they're just like, F this. I'm, <laughs> yeah, just- I'm moving, and I'm like, oh, no. I set the anchor on this ship. I am waiting. Set the hook, and I'm just sitting here waiting. Bobber going up and down. Got him. But I did leave. You know, I said, thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> 20 minutes of just pure struggle fest 2022 at the I, Eau Claire Harbor Freight. I stood in line at that counter for the same amount of time I was in the store, basically. That would have been a steal if you would have caught the display model. That thing sucked to put together. Yep. It I sucks. S- I so wanted one, but then I'm just like, you know what? Piss on it. I don't need one anymore. Hmm. I'll go home and make my own red track. Yeah, yeah pretty much. On a metal and brawn. <sighs> well, I got a welder at home. Got a new truck, boys. Did you? you I did, finally yeah. got mine, yeah. I ordered it in August, and I, it came to... Of 21? Yeah, 21. And it 21. Fa- <laughs> 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 Thank you. Was, Keep that. It was just right here. 21. 21. It was right here, but it didn't get out in time, <laughs> so I'm glad that you... <laughs> 
you said it. But yeah, it, uh, I ordered in August. It came about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, up to yeah. Swan, Swan Graber and Baron. Oh, Baron! It sat in Love a that tone. fucking railroad car. Whoa! In New Richmond <laughs> for four months. Actually, what? yeah, seriously. Why? Uh, it's a lemon. It has to cure. Oh, lemons, lemons do have to cure. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, you think of it though. Supply chain, like now the you know, the automotive factories are going out, but how to get these things places? Everything is just backed up and then backed up again. So I finally got a 2022 Chevy half ton diesel. 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 Mm-hmm. But you're well, loving life right now. With- well, actually, I kind of am because with my last truck, I was getting on average in town about 14 to the gallon. Oh, um, did you get that little diesel? Little, yeah, the little three little liter or whatever yeah. it is. They're sweet. Nice. And I got uh, on my way here. I mean, granted, there's only 300 miles on it, but on my way here, I got 26.3 miles to the gallon. To it's the pimp. mat, you add it to the mat, though, right? Cause 77. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's a freaking computer on wheels. Somebody said they like pull a skid steer with that diesel. Yeah, it's got about a 10,000 pound towing capacity. Mm-hmm. They're pimp. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a lot of guys with uh, that. Irv Smith and Eau Claire, they bought all those Dodge. The Eco apps. Diesels? Yeah, the Eco yeah those diesels. things are sweet. They use them for everything. I Yeah, I'm this thing, I'll, I'll have it forever. Yeah. You know, unless the used truck market stays as hot as it is now, then I'll trade it off again in three years. Unless you right. hit a bald eagle. I mean, could hit a bald eagle. America. Possibility. I'm it's proud possible. to be an American. We're okay, Dad. That's no enough. That. Right, right. That's enough out of you, Todd. Okay. Anyway. Gunner, anything good Shut on it. your end? Uh, I was Red Cedar on Friday. Yeah, I see you, you sent a video that, that, uh, yeah, it was good. Um, good till it rained. A little heavy. Track was, track was shaping up to be really good for the features and then of it course. rained. Of course. So, damn weather channel. Yeah. No, I was hoping it looked like it was going to hold off until 10, 10 30. And then it didn't. And then it rained right at the wrong time. So they got one feature in, and they're making the rest up. How do they do that? Uh, that counts as a full show, though, right? Uh, I think so. So next week you got to rebuy, right? Yeah, figured that one feature in. Yep. Actually, some of these tracks you get the first lap in of the first feature of the night, or even just the heat races in. That's considered a full show. And that sucks, but like, what do you do right. as yeah, a track? Exactly. You can't give their money back because right. it's <clears throat> totally agree. And you can't give them next week free because then it's, yeah. People try to scam you too. Right. Well, Zach probably just fucking quick trip membership card. You just put a ladder on top of quick trip over there and watch the races. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of quick trip, I saw Zach at quick trip today. Yep. Wow. Weird. Weird place to meet Weird. Him. Yeah. Filling up some gasoline. Are you still about a three times a day quick trip guy? Uh, what was it today? My my total? No, today <laughs> your number for going to quick trip. We need that shirt without the ready mix concrete on it. No, oh. <laughs> shout out to my dad. His name is Todd. Yeah. Ironic. <laughs> Property of Todd's. What, what was ready your question? How, How many, many times ten? quick trip? Oh, just once. What about this week? Wait. Well, it's, it's Monday. Monday. It's Monday. Never mind. I don't Idiot. know. Probably not. Probably five. Or six. <laughs> Idiot. Five or six times probably last week. Seems Plus, he little... hit up with Senex on Thursday. You know, oh, I'm, I'm lovely Senex. I want to talk. There's a quick trip like right by my house. Yep. So, you know, I leave for work. I'll stop there. Sometimes I stop there. My, maybe about four times a week, I'll stop at a quick trip. 
It's so good. Well, you just can't go in and talk to Janice and Catherine and get some free samples or whatever. We should, we should call Quick Trip and see how many Todds they have working. That's, Do you think we could get a Todd from Quick Trip on the podcast? I would love to talk to a Todd from a Quick Trip. <laughs> from Quick Trip. <laughs> so, Todd. Maybe once we... Uh, how often do you see a Todd in the Quick <laughs> oh Trip? Oh, my God. Yeah. The, the Quick Trip across from a nominee right. is so legendary. You know, we could get Todd Siddons on this show. We are actually... We should. Hell of a drummer, by the way. Todd Sins. Yeah. Drumming at my church every Sunday. Just really? Just a ratty tat tat right on the old drum bobs. Still? The plum Oh, bobs? he's a freaking drives down from He drives down from Hayward because he lives up that way. I have no idea. He's there every Sunday, so you tell me. Wow. I think two different Todd's guys. Guys, Todd we got a Todd Sidden's. mix up. Oh. Not Todd Sins. There Todd we go. Siddons. It's definitely two different Todd's. I was going to say, up. yeah. Hey, you know, at least we were both talking about a Todd, so right, whatever. Right, right. And it sounded pretty close. I Todd Sins, hell of a plumber. Yeah, he was a Toddy good cart driver, too. He's speaking of hell of a guy, hell of guys. Yeah, wow. Easy for you to say on I this Monday. I talk for a living, and that just happened. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> a second later. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's... uh. Let's give our guest a call. Yeah, we should. Uh, we guess. fire off episode 61 with this Mr. Amundsen and Amundsen's. I think Gunner does Hit spray the button, tans. Gunner. Look at his hands. Let's give him a call. Bill Bill 2 Media Podcast. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Recently featured on the Bill 2 Media Podcast. Me and him won 100 bucks at Ogilvy <laughs> the karaoke concert, but it was that Get Low by Little John. <laughs> <laughs> and I came up with the song. Oh, oh, I love Harry. Fifteen passenger van into Talladega at ninety-five miles an hour into turn three. <laughs> Boom! All of a sudden, you're at a forty-five degree yeah. angle. It felt like, and Phyllis is up there in the bucket seat, like hanging on. She goes, "Cheesy, I'm gonna f- kill you." <laughs> I go, "Hang on, Phyllis." <laughs> I would like him on my team. I think please. he'd be a very good introduction to the team of Jesse Gwanza. Yes. Why do you have to ruin this? You not have the voice. Me and Blake talk? It's good. Gunner, he cannot do this. He shut down much success. Is it weird that whenever I hang out with certain people, I get made fun of all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I knew when I started talking, I'm like, ah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we should get right into our next guest. Time for this week's Built to Media Podcast special guest. Special guests. Hello. Mr. Sean and Jared, you boys got a copy over there. Yeah, 10 4 for sure, for sure. Copy that. <laughs> you are on the Built to Media Podcast. How you boys doing? Good, how about you, bud? Oh, living the dream. Got some shorts out. Just want it to feel like summer, you know. What else would you do? Soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. The sun was out for a half hour today. I mean, if that counts. It definitely counts. You have your guns out right away, too? Sean's always got his... Sean Sean and Jared always have their guns out, even if they're not out. (laughs) Oh, boys. I, I just leave it out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i mean when we were talking earlier you said that uh you kind of wear bib overalls so is it usually shirtless under the overalls then or his last name's amison yep. not nesbitt <laughs> <Yep. laughs> 
Eagles. Hey, now, Big Perry used to wear them coveralls. Well, you learned, yeah, you, yeah. What did he? What did he always say? He would go to Tommy and say, "Tommy, you're so old. You raced with my dad." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like two years apart in age. <laughs> How many times a year they wash their bib overalls like twice? <laughs> nope, I'm Ooh. nope. I don't know, and I never want to think about that again, boys. <laughs> Probably stand up by themselves. I'm on. pretty sure one. <laughs> Well, at least one of Tommy's pairs does. They probably got about fifty-five gallons of grease on them. Well, <laughs> yeah, those, that, you could probably you could probably rig them out and use them as engine oil. That stain right there is from back when I ran streeters up in Canada. <laughs> oh my god! I tell you, I tell you what, those bib overalls probably have more ch- track championships than all of us could ever dream of having. But we should ask him how many times he's had to replace a button on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I tell like you, what, I'm wondering if his nut box had bib overall buttons in it too. Stop it! <laughs> what? Just a question. Stop it! <laughs> <Just a> question. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of questions, boys. Oh hey, boy, you, uh, Sean, you ready to go for the year? Um. Well, uh, we're getting there, I guess. Um, let's just say it's a good thing that it was cold and rainy the last couple weeks. But yeah, we're close. We could be ready in probably couple hours if we had to be so all right how about you jerry yeah. are you ready to run for the year and, and uh be the true chief extraordinaire yeah i'm ready to run to florida and take in the nice weather well right yeah <laughs> <laughs> speaking of florida you've been down there uh, a couple of times and you had a pretty good pretty successful run with buzzy a couple of years ago uh in that b mod deal too uh including that what would you say would be probably uh, one of your biggest biggest accomplishments uh, throughout racing with with Buzzy or with Just, my son or with me or my father? You of, you who whoever whoever. What's your biggest accomplishment. I don't know. I guess there is a quite a few of them. Uh, the biggest one that I can remember lately, I suppose, is um, probably old seven when I raced Pierce Stocks for my once and only time i ever did race uh i had to thank mike and mary lee kissling put me behind the wheel of a pure stock and uh we won opening night we won best appearing car and we ended up winning the points and we sold the car we proved our point we were done (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) boy that apple falls sideways off of that tree from big jer to sean or big jer to jared that's for damn sure uh where do you guys see our sport in 20 years from now? Oh, God. I don't know. Do you want me to answer that honestly, or can you mute this out? Honest. No, we're, we're honest. Yeah. Honest. Well, the way this fucking world's going, we're going to be in a show here in about another eight fucking months. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Hopefully, for a while. it'll be around. It'll be, it'll be fine. Things change. They always do up, down. That's how it goes. What about tires? How are you guys dealing with tires right now? buy a lot of tire dope i guess <laughs> <laughs> so you guys agree, no, uh, you guys agree with hot carl us, then? Honestly, yeah hot carl there you go <laughs> yeah he uh well he's got a couple different outlooks on the deal but no for us it's not going to be that down in the world i don't think as long as it doesn't get any worse than it is because we don't race five nights a week so i don't know if them guys are getting more tired I don't, I don't know i guess i don't know how that works but for us we'll be we'll be fine and if we ain't got tires i guess they ain't gonna race so yeah, well, it'd be pretty hard, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, we could call the Amish and dry wood. We could go to Farm and Flea and get those, whatever, whatever they were. Yeah. 
we got neighbors up where, where Sean's excavating and fence businesses. The neighbors are Amish up there. We'll have them fuckers start building us some if we have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they'll do, they'll do anything as long as you tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Uh-huh. That sure would be something you guys showed up with uh, all metal wheels on your race car. That, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, they thought I was something that time back in the day when I showed up with Hoosiers on my ice racer and everybody laughed at me. Did you, <laughs> let me guess, you went out and proved your point? <laughs> I just told them I wanted to start dead last because I don't think these tires are going to work. I said I'll start dead last in both heats and dead last in the feature, and I don't think one lap went by in either heat I wasn't leading. It took me two laps in the feature. Oh, <laughs> There you go, boys. Well, there, there you have her. Clean the hands and walk away. That's right. Come out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of ice racing, how's that? Uh, how's the ice racing scene in Old Rice Lake, Wisconsin? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, I only raced there, I think, once this year. Um, Jimmy kind of pulled me out of retirement. Jimmy's a blade, and uh, I raced once or twice in Rice Lake. I raced once in Chitek. I had the one M co-pilot me down in Chitek for that big race they had down there. Um, no pressure, so, any, no pressure for anything for that deal with with one. Oh with, no, we started ninth in one heat race and got second, and then we started third in one heat race and spanked them, and then we started fourth in the feature, and I think we'd have had a shot at winning it, but uh, one of the gauges shorted out and shut the motor off, so struggle. That was a struggle, and then we got it fixed up for uh, Hot Carl. He came down and drove it. He wheeled the wheeled the drove the wheels right off that bit. Was Hot Carl sober during that experience? No, oh, he even said, he goes, I love doing this. He says, because I can drink when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that video uh, with you co-piloting on that one, Jared. And, and uh tell you what, I think you might have missed your calling. You should have been a NASCAR spotter. <laughs> I don't know. He did a good job. We didn't have no power steering. And I told him going out there, I said, everybody called me a pussy because I told Jimmy, my car owner, that I need power steering for next year if he wants me to do this. And, and uh, he looked at me and he said, they can call me a pussy too because I'm a big guy and I can't hardly drive this son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I see where the uh, Buzzy Adams quote comes in now. That yeah. guy doesn't have a rev chip. He He's usually just tacked out constantly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Few years He's on the ago, yeah. constantly it's just tacked out. Uh, a few years ago, uh, up at Rice Lake for the Labor Day special, it's usually a two day deal, and it was beautiful up until about three o'clock, and then it downpoured for forty five minutes and just ruined it. You know, ruined the racing for the night. And but we we're all there, we we're all there camping and stuff. And so Daryl Hazelton nicknamed uh, he he called that race the Swamp Sauce Nationals, <laughs> and he had his money on Jared Amundsen to win the whole thing. Oh, my. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> Sean, what has been the highlight of your racing career so far? Uh, I don't know. Just being able to do it, probably. Uh, I don't know. I I don't really have any big ones. I won the, what was that race called, Nashland? The, the big pier stock race. Whatever that pier stock race is up there, if you want to call it big up in Ashland. I won that a few years ago in my pier stock, and then my street stock career hasn't been... Uh, we don't have that many shows, but well, we got second last year at the Dream, so I guess that's an accomplishment. That so uh, oh, just to finish, just that to survive one, that yeah, one, especially last well, year. Yeah, but yeah. Well, and that's probably. I mean, we were probably a sixth or fifth or seventh place car. We missed a few. We made a few changes because we thought we had to, and it probably wasn't the right decision. But 
either way, everybody else self-destructed. So and, um, in order to win or get second, you got to, I mean, or finish, you have to finish. So With that little dream race, it went from like, what, paying $8,000 to like 25000 Do you guys think that, you you know, that maybe causes it to be more of a wreck fest? Um, yeah, but there's a lot of, I don't know. I think there's a lot of bullshit that people, people that hold grudges and get pissed off about shit that happened before, you know. I think that has a lot to do with it because there's there's people that race each other once a year and they're smashing on each other for fifth and it's like what are you doing? So right, but maybe I mean I think the the money does have something to do with it, but like I just said, I mean I go out there with the mentality. I remember Scott Teeth asking me in my interview. He's like, "Oh, uh, I don't remember how he said it." My he oh he said, "What are you gonna do? Go or what are you thinking going into this race?" I didn't want to say it coming over the receiver what it paid and this and that and i said well just stay straight and clean and run your race and that's probably not the answer that if everybody answered honestly i don't know if everybody would answer that way and i'm not perfect either but because i get mad but i'm just saying that's kind of what you gotta do i mean it's the son of a bitch just to get into it really i mean you gotta with passing points and you guys know the the drill with that stuff yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, but, a, it's definitely a tough race to even just to make it into because you could get screwed lap one of a heat race and be done. Yeah, yeah. some wall. Well, yeah, I mean it's happened. We've all had it happen just on a weekly show. You're yeah. facing hard with somebody and little contact, or who knows, you run something over, or your lead locks leaking, or I mean stupid shit like that that has nothing to do with you know. And then you're basically starting out behind the eight ball at that point. So we've been lucky enough to get in. I think I've raced. Three, maybe every year, but three or four. I don't remember. Three for sure. And I, I made it in every year besides one. So, so unfortunately, bes- I feel like pretty lucky. Besides the little dream coming up here in 2022, what is one race that you're looking most forward to going to? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably SK Speedway, you think? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they got big trophies. I like the SK Speedway, Kim Parsons deal with um, the memorial deal. Can't think of his name, but he's got big trophies. Steve Parsons, Steve Parsons yeah. is the guy for his daughter. Kim. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty awesome. I like big trophies. Otherwise, go to Ashland for that deal if I can, if time allows. Uh, otherwise, I'm just looking at looking forward to winning the feature in three day or four days, five days here on Saturday. That's all. Last last so. show ever at SK Speedway, June 17th, boys. Are you oh, serious? That's right. that's yeah, last show ever. They bulldozing? They, yeah, they're uh, uh, the owner sold it, and it's not going to be. What are they going to tell the? They going to tell the rest of it up and plant corn, or what's the plan with that? I think uh, I don't think the official plans have been released yet, but it's not going to be a racetrack. So I'm going to tell you something, Ben. Right now, if he turns that son of a bitch into a strip joint, I'll be the first goddamn customer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you there, honestly. Them central Wisconsin they're, they're women over there, you know, they're really, they're really something. We used to stop at that, we I mean, used to stop at that one on the way over there, but they closed that old sit down now. Yeah, it's now a lawn and garden store or something. <laughs> you need to keep uh, those women employed. I mean, come on, come on now. I tried stopping and selling them women my tractor one day. They didn't like that. <laughs> 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 nice. That probably looked like the night that Cody Carlson took me and Hunter and our wives, I think, to the strip joints up in Superior. That was really something. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
you were to uh, own a strip joint, what would the what would the name of it be? Probably, probably, I don't know. Probably. <clears throat> That's a good question. I'd have to think on. Let's come back to that one in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> we we can have. Uh, uh, if you own a bar, you should have one or two entrances. Uh, one extra wide entrance, one skinny one. <laughs> Western and the. Uh, extra skinny entrance that would be Slim Pickens, and then the extra wide one could be called Desperate Times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Well, they're corn, they're corn fed around here. That that one door never get used. Probably. Wait, they get that? Jared, the uh, uh, who is easier to pit for? Big Jer or Buzzy or Sean, and why? Oh, Dad was pretty easy to pit for because he did nothing to sit on his ass in the chair and tell you what to do. <laughs> um, Buzzy is probably the hardest guy I've ever tried to help in my entire life because the white flag will come out and, and he'll flip, shut the car off and he'll say, we got time to change shots. <laughs> so, change shots. And there's been a couple times, not the white flag, but like two to go. He'll, he'll say, drop the Kareem Abdul J-Bar down. <laughs> I'd climb under there and do it. And he'd go out there and do his thing. I'm telling you, that 20 and eight, 18 and 19 was some fabulous laps that I got to watch that kid make. Yeah, uh, winning the winning the Punky Manor, and then the next week going up and and winning the Red Clay. But I'll tell you that that fucking QQ was coming up there in 19. He he was running by the town. No, but, yeah, definitely. Sean's pretty easy to pit for. He just comes in. He's either takes his helmet off. He's got steam rolling out of his goddamn ears, and, <laughs> and he's mad. You know what you goddamn better do? Or he gets out. He goes, "What do you think we should do?" He looks at me and Jason, Sean's right hand man, and he'll say, "What do you think, guys?" And me and Jason will put our heads together. We'll make a plan and go back to Sean, and he'll agree with us or disagree with us, and then we're mad the rest of the night because we were right and he was wrong. And- <laughs> 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 But yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they do pretty. What is your guys's uh, favorite racetrack to, I guess, race at, and um, just overall? My favorite racetrack. I've only raced there one time, but my favorite racetrack, I would have to say, is the Cedar Lake Speedway mm-hmm. because it's a badass facility, and I like the surface, and I don't know, I just like it. It's banked, I think, more, you know. I like I like Rice Lake too. I probably Rice Lake could be maybe my favorite too, except be except for I race there every week, so I guess I maybe take it for granted, and I probably shouldn't. But Cedar Lake definitely probably my favorite. Ashland's fun too, but I've never raced up there besides my pure stock. So, so where would a what track do you think is the first one that come into your head if you could race anything? Where would you go dirt wise? So if I could race anything, so what would I race? And any, where would I race it? Any car. What's the first track you're going to? Don't start making him dream. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I I would probably say I don't know. I really want to race at East Bay someday, but that ain't gonna happen. But probably East Bay and probably a modified. I guess would be probably my favorite. It's probably a lame answer, but that's what I'd. Man. If I could do one, especially before it's gone, I'd, I'd go there. See, here's the deal. Here's the deal with both Sean and Jared. When they dream, they turn it into a goal by making a plan for it. Mm. it, it you know, if we actually get the wheels turning between Dirty Thirty Part Two and Dirty Thirty Part Three, 
It would, like right now, I guarantee you, Sean's shop right now, there's probably smoke rolling out the windows and lightning is striking it because those two mad scientists up there, they're going to come up with some sort of concoction. You probably see like eight wheels on the back of their, uh, on the back of their street stock for more, more traction and trying to get seven feet of stagger, you know, something along those lines. I guarantee these two are, you know. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun to be around in the pit area too. Uh, before before the shows, uh, is you know, it's pretty. Sean's usually pretty calm, and of course, Jared, you know, uh, running off the chip constantly. You guys, talk about race day, day of. What is? You guys have rituals, routines. How do you get ready to go to the show? Superstitions. Yeah, any of that stuff. Yeah, um, I guess my big one is uh, try to. Smoke a Mar Blight with Ben Broach if I can. <laughs> but <laughs> I always got a steal one of Ben's Marbs that is there. Or his golf cart. Saves or me. both. Saves one of my pack then anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we had Hunter on a few weeks ago and he told a story about how about when you guys got my golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Took it right. for, took it for fourteen seconds and had to push it back. That's why I can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have any huge I mean I, I don't know kind of caught me off guard i mean i have rituals i guess i can't remember what they are really right off the top of my head but there are certain things i do for certain reasons i don't know Punch, can you think of any yeah not really for you for the most part because <laughs> i don't like you that much <laughs> no he just he flies by night and he it's his rituals are running for his fucking tear off 10 seconds before he's got to get his goddamn race car <laughs> Probably because I'm burning our blades with Ben Broke. Well, that's so. true. I think we're all kind of guilty of that one. Though. Yeah, at least I have. That's why they can't start. The, that's, that's why they can't start the I, show because they're waiting for me to cue for the national anthem. Yeah, you know, and I'm yeah, in, I'm in the pits with Sean. I heard a story about that weather. Oh boy, his dad, his dad was helping him clean the trailer out that one day, and he says, "What do you mean you need tear off? There's four packs down here behind the battery, kid." <laughs> if you ask my daddy, uh, he gets pretty mad because I don't really organize the trailer too well. But <laughs> so he bought you a bunch of organizing stuff for your trailer. This year. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it now. We're we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking put us on the world of Allahs. We're ready. Yeah. No, that'd be something. With you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Zach's done after day one. Todd's got a new drinking habit. $200,000 in debt. Yeah. Todd's trying to find the first guy that's got some weed just so he can calm down. <laughs> Todd's ready oh mixes up for sale. Yeah. <laughs> pulling, the, pulling the trailer to the track with a ready mix truck because it's all he's got left. Off to the tent now, boy. That's all we got. Anybody need some cement? I need gas money to get home. My idiot son. What's that? No matter where you go, you got a nice cement stall. (laughs) I think there's some old mixers sitting at your shopping. There is. It's about three feet in the ground now. She's sinking. That's okay. It'll be fine. Yeah, you'd fire right up. Sean's got an excavator. You could pull that pull that out. I'm sure of it. Oh, I'm sure it'll run. Yeah, so yeah. that brings up well, a good question. What do you boys do for work? As little as possible. No, uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> well, her dad, Ponce, works for me. Uh, he kind of, five-year anniversary today. Yeah, he started for me five day, but actually, ironically, but he helps me do the, we got a fencing company, and then we also do uh, excavating. 
and stuff like that. So in trucking, so we do a lot of different stuff, I guess, all kinds of different fence and all kinds of different people, and then all kinds of different trucking, gravel, sewers, basements, driveways, you know. So I can put it to you this way. If you want to let your dog out and it's 20 below, I can fence your backyard in. And if your fucking shitter fucking bums up on you, he can put a new shitter system in for you. (laughs) (laughs) I also probably fund, Zach, I could probably fund your program with the amount of stuff that I buy from your dad. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like an awesome idea. That's what he told me on the way here. He called Sean called me and he said, "Yeah, he buys uh, about he buys his body weight in gravel every twenty minutes from your dad." <laughs> yeah, Ponch, what's that's it? where we get all our pound sand and all of our gravel. So. Ponch, what's it like to have your kid for a boss? It's not too bad during the summer because he leaves me the fuck alone. <laughs> but all winter, our desks are back to back, so I gotta put up with him. If I'm not plowing snow, I gotta put up with him every day, and then boy, the arguments start. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Big Bear and the kids all over again. <laughs> Sean, is there ever any gratification in telling the old man what to do? Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, I, I don't know. I let him do his own thing as long as he stays on task. I don't care what he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, really, I mean, you know, is, uh, the thing about it is, is we started together. I mean, so. I don't know. I mean, well, I can't say I don't know anymore than he does because I do, but I'm not going to admit that online. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, he no, no, but he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? I mean, he's just, we've been working together since I started, so or we started. So I don't really got to tell him what to do that much. We we work together pretty good for the most part, as far as making decisions or you know questions on bidding and stuff like that. We got a pretty good mesh, so. That's honestly pretty awesome. You guys get to work together every day and then go pitting together, too. Yeah, that is actually pretty neat because 95% of the time we actually get along. Yeah. What about that 5%? Boy, it's a fucking downright struggle. (laughs) Don't get near them, boys, when they're not getting along. It's not not good. Start start sucking lung sticks like no problem. (laughs) That and the bush light cans get flying. Look out. (laughs) Uh, or the one time you can, I went on the heat race and I don't know, I ran into something or somebody. So we took the door off and I got like this cheap uh, rubber mallet hammer that I think I got. Actually, I know, I know I got it from. He's lying to you. Don't believe this. <laughs> I got it for free Randall from a car that he told him. So I was up there rummaging through his tools and I got it for the trailer. And he's pissed right off. It's like 90. And he's. <laughs> Smoking lung sticks, if that's what you call them, I think. Yeah, lung, lung sticks. He's staggered. Yeah, staggered. And he's <laughs> beating on the door, and the end of it, the, the mallet, the rubber part, flies off, takes his hat off, bounces off the trailer. So that went flying. And then, of course, he's pissed off, so he had to make sure that the handle made it further than the actual rubber part. <laughs> so that's... That was pretty cool. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, just neighbor's heifer off a half a mile out the fucking pasture. <laughs> I was mad because I'd have got a new hat to put on my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow. Sean, you got to give me the best quote you've ever heard him say. Oh, okay. or my one favorite. Says a lot. <laughs> Well, he don't say it all that often, but the one that I use the most often that I like that he says is, we'll be, well, you can be anywhere. You can be at Quick Trip getting coffee, and they say, yeah, 
sure is nice out. And he'll say, yeah, it's so nice out, I think I'll leave it out. <laughs> I, I said, <laughs> so that's probably my favorite. Otherwise, oh, I don't know. What other quotes do you have? I can't think of I that. don't know. I got so many goddamn of them, I couldn't tell you. Uh, he's got something. That's another one. Yeah, that's a good one. I tell you what, if there's uh, uh, <clears throat> going verbally viral, if you will, pretty much anything that Jared Amundsen says is like hilarious. And right away, it spreads through Barron County, Chippewa County, uh, up all you know, all the way, all the way up to Superior, and yeah, <laughs> there's people over in Tomahawk saying that they sure are something now. And that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. I've been there one time in the last four years. Uh, there are a bunch of savages over in that neck of the woods. Yeah, they are. They, <laughs> but they got good food over there. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. <clears throat> you and guys they got uh, a nice towing company over there too, called Camel Tow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Camel Tow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever I think of that company? <laughs> you guys ever think about starting a YouTube channel? I think you'd have a few subscribers there. Yeah. Well, we'll just go on yours. How's that going? Well, there that you go. Works. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. That sure would be something. Yeah. Uh, it's really. You guys just got to get your cameras and shit up to speed and get up here and come and sit down with us for a night. You guys would. Probably we'd probably break your cameras and shit. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably be walking out of the shop looking like your sprint cars with like senses of stagger. <laughs> yeah, I've def- I've hung out with these boys quite a bit over the years, and you definitely develop some uh, too much percentage either one side or the other. I think after this conversation, it's definitely a goal next winter to bring the cameras up and talk to you guys in person. I have to, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I got I normally have a keg on standby here. Oh so. gosh. Oh boy. Open mic night at the Amundsen's. <laughs> oh god. Oh, <laughs> well, I want to get a little youth out of him before you bring him here because I don't know what They'll smell like beer at your next one, but that's all right. Yeah, or staggered. That'd be fine. Don't worry about. We won't worry about that. So, uh, Jared. Fine. When when Ben brought up the old 23 car, the B-Mod, I have a lot of fond, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, video clips in my head, I guess. Um, yep. Can you, like, I don't know, you kind of explained what it was like to work for Buzzy, but what was it like to be able to watch Buzzy? I mean, what's one of the best memories you have as far as one of them wins? Because, I mean, he pretty well, much set the world on fire with that car. Yeah, the one night race, like, that feature, he set there. He just sat there. Um, <laughs> he was like in seventh place, and he just stayed right there. He, he was sat there. there. He was yeah. sitting there. Just sat there. <laughs> just sitting there. And all of a sudden, actually, I got a couple memories I'd like to tell you about. Bring it on. But the first one is he sat there till like five to go, and then all of a sudden, it was like you lit a fire under his fucking ass, and he just took off. I mean, he just took off. And I don't remember. I want to say it was Shane Halupka he passed on the last lap. It was. Um. I think it was Shane Holupka he passed on the last lap, and that was probably, that was really, really, really cool. It was but really so, something. But yeah, it was something. Yeah, just but the thing I got my fucking ass chewed was I had the gloves, okay? I stand up on top of the bleachers and tell him up, down, down, up, down, middle, whatever. Well, he's leading his heat race by a half a lap. It's like 90 degrees, though. Oh, yeah. So he's leading it by like three quarters of a lap. And Buzzy comes in and he goes, where the fuck was, where were you at with my signals? I said, Buzzy, you had three quarters of a lap lead. I know, 
But the goddamn temp gauge was on Hiroshima. I could have let off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got no problem hearing Buzzy say that. None whatsoever. Yeah, there's another so one. Needless, <laughs> needless to say, boys, that was the last time I tried giving him signals. So I just sat there and shut my mouth. What <laughs> 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 hard for me to do on race night. <laughs> That's a good quote right there. I like that. I like- <laughs> Tim Gage is on Hiroshima. He actually does that one. Sometimes I'll come in and he'll be like, how was it? I'm like, good, but the fucking heat gauge is on Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ponch, maybe, uh, Sean, you might be able to answer this, too. Uh, tell us a good story about uh, Big Jer when he was racing. Oh, boy. Or a funny one or whatever. Like, I remember the I'm time familiar. when he... How, was, how old was I last time Big Jerry Ray? Well, probably you probably don't. You, you probably remember him when we either had Timber, because I believe Timber was the first guy driving the mod. Then we had Tony Bar. Then we had Pat Dorff. Brent Larson. Yeah. And then Brent. I don't have any. He'll have to answer that one for you. I don't remember. I want to say. Tell him the story about that time. Who did he spin out at race? Like Jack Sheeman or something? And he, they, there was like three feet of water down there. And he went down there and. Or he lost his shoe or something, and he said, "Fuck you!" I or how'd that go? I don't remember that one. Oh, never I don't mind. Remember that one? That um, sounds like a good one. Too bad. One of the stories was back in the day when Dad was racing. Um, Don Smith. You people oh. probably all remember Don Smith, engine builder from Dallas. Builds a lot of good, or used to, and I don't, I don't know if he still does. A lot of good horsepower, Mopar horsepower, and uh, and Chevys and Fords also, but. Um, back in the day, he spun my dad out. He had a brand new Corvette and, uh, he spun my dad out. My dad come driving on the racetrack backwards and my dad drove up and got close to him. I thought he was getting, they were getting ready to line him up and dad just tromped on it and hit him in the left rear right behind the driver's door and took the fucking rear end, spun that bitch under the side of the car. Dad got out and said, if I ain't, you ain't either. (laughs) (laughs) One of my uh, one of my favorite stories about your dad. Well, my uh, well, one of the last races he ran was like ninety eight, I think ninety seven, ninety eight, somewhere in there. And yeah. uh, I was at Monster Hall, and uh, my cousin Jack Brost is a big fan of your dad's, and uh, he asked me if I could introduce him to Jerry Amundsen, and uh, <laughs> I said sure, no problem. So I walk up to Jerry. I said, Jerry, I'd like you to meet. It's my cousin Jack. My and Jack goes, Jerry, you're like my hero. And your dad, were you dropped as a ba- were you dropped on your head as a baby, or did you lose a bet that I'm your fucking hero? Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, that's something you'd say. Yeah, that was another good one, Ben. And I don't know if you were there, but over at Monster Hall, when Dad and Troy Caillou, we used to race over there quite a bit because my dad liked the I think the Finish Line Cavern over in Thorpe. I think I don't remember if it was in Thorpe or where it was. Um, but we we got to be really good friends with Troy and and uh, that what's his name that runs the Napa store over there. Oh, uh, Paul Lobs. Yeah, Lobsy. And uh, they was racing over there, and Troy and Dad were going back and forth with the lead, and and all of a sudden they both ended up with flat right rear tires. And we didn't. Me and my brother Jay were the only two there. We didn't break no goddamn tires to the side of the track. Dad pulls in, and Caius guys are standing by the trailer, waving him up to the trailer. So they went in and put Caillou's brand new right rear tire on Dad's car. Well, 
income Troy and parked right behind Dan with a flat right rear tire. <laughs> I, I <laughs> so they put a used one on him. <laughs> and they went out there and run the race, and they never even know who even won the race. They were lapping cars and swapping parts. I guess the counters back then weren't very good. Dad says, what the hell? Give it to Caillou. What's the difference? I, I do remember that. I remember that vividly because back, that was back when microphones were microphones, and I was standing right in pit right on the uh, cement blocks, and I was calling the race from uh, over in one and two, and I looked over and I said that, uh, uh, I said over the microphone that Jerry Ant- Troy Kuyas pit t- race team is helping out Jerry Amundsen, and I didn't see that Troy had a flat tire. And then, yeah, yeah prior to then, those, yeah, you're right, those guys were throwing sliders at each other. They would get within a millimeter of each other and never touch each other. It was... Yep, they were really good friends. Yep, and... Yep. I'll never forget the quote where uh, when your dad had Brent Larson racing for him and and uh, he said it was something to the effect of uh, somebody hit him or something like that. And your dad said, I don't give a fuck about my race car. You've got a record. Go ahead. But you go out there and you punt that son of a bitch. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and Larson did and pulled back into the pits. He got hauled in on the hook and pulled back into the pits. And Big Jerry goes, I am damn proud of you. <laughs> something like that. Well, I, I know what my dad, when my dad died, uh, Pat Dorn, Pat Dorn, my dad had, had a really, really, really good friendship. And uh, dad's biggest thing was he'd always flip off, flip, flip the guy off and say, you got one coming. So when my dad died, Pat brought a thing up to my brother Jay and I, and, and it was a thing that Buzzy made with a big plastic. It was aluminum. A big aluminum. Whatever they make them signs out of. Yeah, that's for whatever it is, that plastic, plastic cardboard shit. And uh, it was a big middle finger and said, you got one coming. No, we owed him one. We owed him one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We owe you one. That door has that Yeah. Yeah. Still hangs in the in the shop. Actually, I do remember one thing. I don't remember what year was it. I think it was at, our, at Arcadia when Tony Stewart drove V-Brock's car. Nope. That was Cedar Lake when Eric Timber kicked fucking Stewart's ass. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, I do remember that. That was like in like four. That was the something. Cobra car. Yep. Yeah, that was a Cobra car. I kind of remember that, but yeah, that, that's one of there. Now you got my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's more cents coming. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, as we're uh, wrapping this up here, we've got our two minute questions. I'm going to ask, I'll ask one and I'll let Blake ask the last one. But uh, for both of you, uh, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Let me Google it. <laughs> <laughs> he guarantee you right now, Ponch pulled out his glasses, his reader glasses, and on his phone right now, and he's typing that freaking question in there, looking for some answer that only in his brain exists right now. I'm still thinking. I take a lot of questions because I think an elephant's pecker is bigger than a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. I call that. that I couldn't Google it fast enough, gentlemen. <laughs> That's yeah, all right. Quite a few, probably. I'll just say quite a few. That's a good answer. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank you so much for coming on uh, here tonight. This has been an absolute freaking riot. And uh, before too long, when we get our video stuff up and running, we're going to get some secondhand stuff, like an old VHS camera or something. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll bring that there, because if, if it gets wrecked, you know, overheated or something, then, you know, we won't worry about that none too much. But uh, I want to 
third hand stuff and keep your second hand stuff for somebody else. <laughs> Guys, thank you, thank you so. Much. <laughs> this has been an absolute blast. But I'm I'm serious. When we get our video stuff going, uh, we're, we're going up there. 100%. Yeah, percent. Yeah, the Bill yeah, Two crew is coming to the coming to your shop, and we're not going to have any fun. <laughs> but uh, can we? We should do it on like a uh, Friday or Saturday or. So. I know we're all racing and shit, but yeah, yeah, we we're can... probably not. Gonna that's one we should do on a set, uh, in the winter, gentlemen. Yeah, gotta. Yep. That's the plan. It'll yeah. be an deal. Ooh. Yep. But all right, I'll be fighting horse when we're done with that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks again, guys. Blake, last two minute question. All right, boys, you guys are going to have to answer this separately, one at a time here. I don't know if you guys are capable of that, but I want to <laughs> know what you guys are built to do. Go ahead, Bob. Well, I guess the reason I'm put on this earth is to work hard, make enough money, and have a lot of goddamn fun. Ah, yes. That's a genuine answer, Punch. <laughs> it sure is. Thank you, son. Uh, uh, stop yourself. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just uh, made to really be something and have fun and race and friends and family and burn marble lights of Ben Bros and I don't know what else. <laughs> Whatever else is a ball. One last thing, gentlemen, I got for you before I sign off is turn your mics up and listen to this. Okay. Bush. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's oh a great send off. All right, boys, we appreciate it. We really uh really had a good time having you on the show. So you guys sure are something, that's for damn sure. That's yeah, for you're sure. really something. <laughs> yeah, you guys are something. Thanks, boys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Good luck this year. We'll see you boys at the track. Thanks. Yep. Wow. That's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> That's content right there. <laughs> How many quotes? I think my mouth think? is hurts from slay laughing yeah. my ass off. Like even when you weren't laughing, you're smiling. That has enough quotes <laughs> to like fill a five minute segment. <laughs> Let me tell you, emceeing the Rice Lake Speedway Awards banquet, front and center. Jared and Sean Amundsen. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody, I don't know if anybody else really laughed that hard, but Ponch and I, we were just giggling our asses off. Because, <laughs> like, I'd say something on the mic, and then I'd trail off the mic, and I'd say something, you know, like, cocky or whatever, and and Ponch would be yelling at me, and then Sean just kind of sat there, and every once in a while when he'd say something, it was just gold. And, <laughs> yeah, those two are... Yeah, they're way too much fun. And I tell you, uh, Big Jared, God rest his soul, he was a hell of a human being, too. And, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, down the road here. Having, oh. having, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, having them do you know, with the video stuff once we get that going. And then uh, uh, also, right in the coming weeks, having Tony Barr and Jay Amundsen on. Because those two have just, <laughs> those two got great <laughs> stories and uh, Jay doesn't quite run on the, off the rev chip like Jared does, but at the same time, he's, we're not far. We're not far from the apple yeah. there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> glad we hit the explicit button when we post this one. <laughs> 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 Have to do it with the video too. I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that was a good interview. I, uh, Still laughing about it, honestly. God. <laughs> Even when I go to bed tonight, I guarantee there's going to be Jared's voice just popping up in my head saying something. So, uh. All right, Gunner, hit that button. Let's get to some BS. Come on. Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. Liquid.
liquid nitro is that energy. Liquid nitro energy drinks. It's packed with superfoods and five B vitamins. That'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last without the crash. And you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid nitro energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. Noble. Get it at dukesuperstore.com. Time for a pit stop. Copy. Boys gotta refuel. A section called the shit show instead of the news. No. You're done. You're done. I guess you could say it's kind of a racing round table. Do you think we should call the news section just us screwing around at the end? It's not screwing around though. We have a lot of good topics to talk about yet. Copy. Three, two, one, news. So we're just gonna stop that. Okay. All right. We're all, let's get it all back together. Here's Blake, Gunner, and Zach. You got her bunged up. Okay. Bung. Copy. And Ben. Got I just got a roast. I just got a Snapchat from uh, Sean's wife. Oh boy, video too. Oh boy, oh boy. Well, you might as well put it next to your mic so we can hear it. What do we got? Wait, should we? I don't know if we should. <laughs> <laughs> Go uh, ahead. The elephant is the African jungle elephant weighs thirteen thousand pounds. The average chicken weighs two pounds. So if you do the math correctly, you would need about sixty-five hundred chickens to reach the weight of one elephant. Oh wow! Well, that's highly technical. Oh, wow! Play I'm playing that again. You needed to kill them. First, you have to consider how heavy the elephant is. The African jungle elephant weighs thirteen thousand pounds. The average chicken weighs two pounds. So, if you do the math correctly, you would need about sixty-five hundred chickens to reach the weight of one elephant. God, pretty technical. I mean, that's yeah, it was. Yeah, right in. Close enough. I apologize for the random phone call in between there. Was that Johnny that called you, too? It was definitely Johnny that called us in the middle of that uh, Johnny? Yeah. (laughs) Johnny will be on the podcast someday. We could call him right now, but we ain't got time for that. Nobody got time for that. All right, let's move into this BS session. By the way, thanks thanks again, Jared, on the... uh, Official answer. For yeah, how many it's chickens? pretty official. The caption of that video from from Sean's wife was, "Look what you guys started." <laughs> hey, I think we should put on a T-shirt. We probably should. Big bad elephant, mean old chicken. I mean, it'll Gotta. work, right? Have it'll to work. Yeah, hey, come on. Okay, real quick. Kyle Larson wins Bristol. Came out. Well, he won one night. Eldora. I'm sorry. I was say that was the floor. Leave me alone for I'm a like, second. Whoa. I was like Todd. God, running second. Lucas Point. There's the. Flow racing points. I'll add, you know what bothers the crap out of me? Signal men in late model racing. Because Kyle Larson, if he didn't blow his tire, he would have passed Jonathan Davenport to win the race. Yep. 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 Agreed. 100%. You get these goddamn signal men out of here. I just feel like if you have signal people, you're not going fast enough. Yeah, don't look. Fuck it, just have spotters. Don't matter if you're just the same thing. Put a radio in their head if you're going to let them have signal people. I mean, honestly, though, if you're like, if you're in a sprint car, like a 410 or something, you ain't looking for a signal. You ain't how are you going to see it? You won't see it. Not going fast. You'd never see it in a late model, I guess. I, uh, <laughs> I got to disagree. Nope. You like signal people? Yes, I do. Uh, 100% disagree because uh, a few reasons. Number one, it's strategy. I'll, I'll give you that. And also, there is a bit of safety concern there, too. You know, I agree. In a sprint car, you're not going to see it. No. In a, in a late model, you have a hell of a time picking out the right spot to stand in order to, to see it. I've been a signal guy. And uh, for who? Come on. Who do you got? Well, a few people, actually. Well, let's hear them. Uh, I was a signal guy for Justin Feggers. For, oh, great dude. Yeah, great guy. 
I obviously I signaled for Tommy. Uh, I signaled for his grandkids. I've signaled for a few mod guys over the years. Any nipples fall out during signaling? Mine are theirs. <laughs> Yours. I feel like <laughs> just wondering. Just, just, <laughs> like you get the arms up and all of a sudden, whoop, nip slip real quick, just flapping. The well, wind or something. I'm trying to just picture how that would even happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to run that through my you brain ever, here. You ever wear a cut off oh, and have your okay. arm out the window and all of a sudden your titties just flapping out there for no reason? <laughs> no, I don't have man boobs, Ted. Yeah, well. Well, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> They're called okay. moobs. We don't have to put the whole thing on it. Yeah, for moobs. You know, for as much quick trip as you eat. I have a good metabolism. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I actually God. was like a okay, hair worried. face, double chin. A hair worried I couldn't fit in my seat you ever, this year. You should watch him, Snapchat people. But he can make his face so fat, it's ridiculous. Prove it. I can't. It's just on the camera. Yeah, it's always like, oh. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> <laughs> So for the listeners, did you take, did you take that seriously? You looked. Away I was just like thinking. I was just thinking about something. Saying it, and I'm just going to say it. I did. At, like I've never tried this before, but I got rid of Snapchat for my finals week just to like try to concentrate. You're going to lose my streak. Yeah. What? Oh, I'm going to punch you in the face right now. Streak's just a thing. What a dick! You got to open up Snapchat. I haven't been on there for like a day and a half. Is it still on there? Yeah, it's still on there. Wow. Two thousand fifty-five days with you, Blake. Yeah. Aww. 472 is Zach, and now he's just going to shut it down. Priorities, boys. No. How about you could just do a simple morning yeah. or hi? Guilt me into everything, boys. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. Why yeah, shut why? down 272 days when it could possibly be what is probably one of the greatest streaks ever with me and Gunner? 5.63 years. Yeah. Which should technically be like 6.8. But years. we saw each other at a car show one time and didn't snap each other. For shame. Biggest regret. Damn it. Biggest regret of your life. It was like 400 days at least. Oh, yeah. We were past a year at that point. And then. <laughs> Biggest regret of your life. Not a bad business decision or. No, literally. I lost yeah, the that part of that. my life. I went into research to figure out how I can bring. Yeah, you can bring it back. back. Just in case of said problem. Yeah. You basically just got to beg them. I've done it a couple times. Yep. At the, what, really? Yeah. yeah it's for, a real thing. You can fill the form, too. And it'll bring it right back. And then if you lose it again, you have to like email them. Yep. Wow. Why didn't we do that then? I didn't know it was a thing. I went, <sighs> I went full on Elon Musk on that thing. After. <laughs> Favorite man. <laughs> Old Uncle Elon. Did you, ever, did you hear that? How to lose a boner fast picture of Bill Gates. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> He's a freaking savage on oh Twitter. Oh my God. Did you hear what people like kind of said about him in a, whatever it was, some magazine or something but elon musk like thinks well if he's in a conversation with people 90 percent of people oh, yeah. are like a four-year-old child right him. right like their normal conversation to him is like a four-year-old or less yeah it was like a 60 second clip and then elon's just like wait what'd you say yeah. <laughs> they're just walking down the factory i saw that yeah the uh I, i'm still laughing at the at the interview in my head oh, oh yeah, yeah sure. that, that was all, that was all time it'll randomly pop wait up. Going back to the sticks, though, oh, yeah. I don't. We I don't know if we, we finished that. Lost it on the sticks. How did we get to Snapchat from? Time I don't on? know. Oh, because his nipple fell out. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. So well, <laughs> just in Minnesota though, it's illegal to have a signal guy. Yep. Or you, just, yeah. So you got to, you know. Would you say it's illegal? Do you think there's people that are racing with headpieces and? No. Well, race receivers. Well, like somebody talking in their ear. Nope. No. No. <clears throat> no, 
Uh, but I think, yeah. He did say illegal in Minnesota. It, well, it is. I mean, you can't use, you can't be obvious about we it. We never though. answered the question. That's why I went. With so it. I think, it's, yeah, I think signal guys are important too, because I mean, there is a bit of a safety concern too, you know? Uh, and also uh, we can, if you have a signal that shows that the track is starting to rubber up, you know, find a rubber and stay there. You know, it's, you know, a lot of strategy in a sprint car. You can't. Yeah. I would consider there's no point in having a signal guy or minimal point anyway, but you got to pick out a spot. You and your driver got to pick out a spot on the track where you can stand that they can see without actually looking for you. And that's and, always like Cedar. It's always the entrance of three. See, I'm still a non-signal guy. I am too. I just, to me, it's like uh, if if somebody in second or third finds the rubber or finds a different lane that works better for them, like to me, that's part of the race. Yep. Like it shouldn't, the leader should be either searching or like it, it sucks for the leader, but I think it puts on a better show. What? I'm, eh, I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and say, if I was a signal guy, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be putting a boom lift in the box of my truck and driving it to every track so I can be above the fence as a signal guy. So you can get that long straightaway view of me just over the fence. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going all the way out. If I'm the signal guy, you'd have to have a, Pretty beat up truck though, because that thing would get. Nope. No. Nope. I have a question. No. Nope. No. Nope. I would mount the boom in the box of the truck, and then all of a sudden it's like multi-purpose because when November rolls around, you're the guy in the field above all the trees in that boom thing. So if you were a signal guy, yeah, per go se. Ahead. Yep. What color sticks would you have? Green, orange. <clears throat> yeah, you need like orange, and then if they allow it, some. I mean, even light up sticks if they allow it. Those no, are the, they that's don't. pimp. They don't like. No, never seen them. I've se- oh. Actually, I've I've seen, I've seen them used before. I've seen I, not at a I've not used- at a uh, totally illegal. <laughs> God damn! I just get picked on here. <laughs> I've used in the club. I've used light up gloves before. Yeah, I, I, I make light before, up gloves before USA Nationals last year. Like no more signal sticks. So everybody just shows up with uh, gloves. I mm-hmm. got it. I would be one of the blue man crew. All out. Really, signal guy, blue man crew. <laughs> this might be. This might drive me to get a race car and just hire you to be my signal I'll man. I'll be. I, yep, I'll do it. Blue Done. man group. What? What's wrong with that? Blue nothing. Absolutely nothing. Real man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the uh, we need that. There's been times where I've bought. You know, orange is obviously a popular color in racing shirts. I bought an orange shirt from somebody for the sole purpose of being able to get picked out in a crowd by my driver. And I look like a giant fucking pumpkin. Yep. <laughs> nope. I got called that when I was hunting one year. A giant pumpkin? Yep. By a deer or what? Uh, no, by my friends. <laughs> makes makes sense. They uh, they were hunting on the other side of the ridge. I was on this side of the ridge in a tree stand. Mm-hmm. They didn't know I was there because I had walked two and a half miles up to that tree stand and found it. And I'm like, hmm, this looks like a good spot. Yeah. They called me the giant pumpkin after that because I was sitting behind a tree, but they could see my shoulders on each side. Did you uh, see anything? Nope, but they did. They seen a giant <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> Interesting story. So I totally understand the point of the orange t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay, topics. Okay, All right, on. here we go. You're done. So our, uh, You're our done. main one for this week is uh, streaming services. Streaming services. I think they probably popped in the scene around... Long time, a ago. long time ago, but I think it's really picked up probably the last probably three or four years, wouldn't you say? <clears throat> I yes, 
uh, about 20 years ago, I brought, I was uh, one of the announcers for the American Dirt Network, so it was just online oh, radio. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hot Rod Patterson. Speed Shift TV. Yeah. What else we got? What are some other old ones? Oh, the Speed Channel in general. Uh, I miss the Speed Channel. I miss the Speed Channel. Dave Despain was like the biggest badass behind that television screen. When I wa- <clears throat> down in Knoxville one year, I met Dave Argybright, yep. who, and just a super guy. And I asked him who he looks up to in this business, and he said Dave Despain. 100% Dave Despain. Totally agree. Yeah. And and he sat there and talked to me for 20 minutes. He's a legend. Yeah. I still remember when he was at the Chili Bowl. Yeah. Dave Despain. Okay. Sorry. So... I guess, sorry, there definitely is, I'd say more positives and negatives to the whole streaming thing, but Blake, if you want to start out with some positives, what do you think are some positives of streaming? Gunner, what do you think are some positives? Yeah, Gunner. Gunner's a promoter now, so you should know. Yeah, you should know, Gunner. Well, can you tell I had a freaking energy nitro here? I can't even like sit still. (laughs) No, I think positives are, uh, allows, you know. Allows more people, obviously, to to see your facility and the races and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm really tore on this uh, this topic because I think it I think it helps. Uh, you know, it helps get people to see your facility and the racing there. But also, like for me, I've been in a position where I'm like, I don't really want to drive an hour to Rice Lake, which I like totally could. So I'm just gonna watch it on tv or so i think it hurts the tracks but it also helps them i don't know well, i like it for checking tape for drivers to be able to check tape i also like it for grandma and grandpa down in florida and in the room right next to me at shady pines <laughs> yeah. uh being able to watch their kids race you know yep. or grandkids race i like that aspect of it where it potentially could hurt racing it maybe has in the past is just like what you said i mean even with the threat of rain that it was on Friday night. Right. When I saw that, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go. Yep. Uh, but yeah. How often do I do that? Never. Right. You know, um, even if there's a threat of the threat of rain, I still go. But right. for Friday night, I just got done with work and laid down on my couch. Yeah. I'm not going because there was that threat of rain. But I think that, you know, like dirt vision is 40 bucks a month. Yep. Right. And like you said, Blake before, uh, you know, it's fine if it's 40 bucks a month. Yeah. But for the specials, they jack it up. Well, what do you get better coverage than at that point? Are you getting in 4K? Are you going to get a hologram right. race right in your living room? Right. You know, what do you get? <clears throat> I mean, not, I, not a lot of people can afford to spend that money on even one stream platform. And now we got four of them. Right. That are Mav TV. I would say the big mm-hmm. ones Mav TV Plus, Flow, XR now, and Dirt Vision. So here's my thought on all of this. Back in the day, so basically COVID or prior to COVID, COVID was the biggest reason for so many more platforms, I think. But like out in North Dakota, when they started the Western Renegade series, they started their own. Like Darn TV or whatever. Darn TV. And then the Renegades up north, they got their own. Right. So that's kind of neat, I think. And, you know, because I can watch them. But at the same time, prior to COVID, there was a lot of races I wanted to go to that I wasn't able to right so when i looked at it when you had to pay per view you're spending 35 bucks it would have cost you 40 bucks to get the pits yeah plus you had to drive there so technically i mean it's more or less it's because there's so many ways to watch now 
I want to watch USAC. I want to watch World of Outlaws. I want to watch World of Outlaw Late Models, and I want to watch USMTS. Like when Jesse was on the USMTS tour, that's a hundred and whatever for that platform. I think it was dirt, whatever it was. Yeah. Dirt. Dirt. Right. Racing dirt. Racing dirt. So that you got that one. But then you want to watch World of Outlaws too on you know, when they're racing on a Tuesday. Well, that's forty bucks a month. And okay. then you gotta have flow because Yeah. Because you gotta. I mean if, you have to. If you had the four biggest ones that I talked about like it's it's a hundred plus dollars a month just right. to watch racing. I pay upwards of two hundred dollars a month for subscriptions. Yeah, that That's, I don't even get to use. Tom does. Yeah, but I'm happy to do it for him. You right. know, right? And <clears throat> the I don't know about the other platforms, but I know Dirt Race Central does this where they do some revenue sharing. So oh, yeah, see, I've never known how that works because, like, I know Chris Steppen's deal; it's twenty dollars pay-per-view so i don't know if some of that goes back to the tracks or how that works some of it does okay then i know for sure i don't know what the percentage is and on chris's especially i don't but i dirt race central for sure i know some of it does and uh so that part of it is good you know otherwise uh i think i think that tracks would just hate it you know yeah right um because if they're not getting a piece of the action why would they even allow them in right i totally agree with that I just think there's too many. And there's too many that you want to watch. So the options, it's just like anything well, else. The, anything else streaming, there's too many subscriptions. You want to buy them all, but you can't. Well, look, yeah, I just, the comp- the competition within sucks. Don't you yeah. agree? And there, But there's no way to even do it for less. Right. There's no possible way that they could do it for less. Well, and the infighting between the between two or three of them, like to broadcast one night, like, right. you know, when the World of All Eight models are running with the USMTS, and a guy just wants to buy one subscription and watch the whole night. Well, you right. can't do that. You know, you got to have two at that point. That part of it sucks, but I don't think we're ever going to get away from that. Right. You know, uh, Race XR and, uh, well, actually any of them, you know, where you can watch a race out in Western Montana or, or down in Florida, you know, things like that. And be able to, you know, as you guys as drivers, you'll be able to look and see what is working, what's not working for some of the other guys that run similar cars. I think... Just popped into my head, but maybe a good idea would be to shut the broadcast off within like a blackout, a certain radius, like a blackout. Yeah, like you black it out. Yeah, like Indy Five Hundred does blackout. You, if you live in Indianapolis, you can't watch Indy Five Hundred on TV. So within forty miles, I think that'd be kind of nice because I mean, you look at like all the tracks that you know they're open because of fans going there and buying a cheeseburger and you know getting beer or whatever so it's like to me i think that would make sense i don't even know if it's possible though is it ip addresses you could do it uh, i suppose yeah yeah to me i wonder what the sport of dirt racing could be if you didn't have this the competition within this like if i had if you had one platform how powerful could that be well be a monopoly so they Pretty would be right. able to, be able yeah, to dictate everything. Yeah, they could charge whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. be able to dictate everything. So it's, I mean, multiple is good, I think, as long as they're they're willing to work with each other. That's my concern. But at the same time, I'm a guy who will stay at home on a Friday night due to a threat of rain on a rare occasion, but <laughs> I'll drive 180 miles one way to go to a race and knowing full well it's going to rain, you know. I, uh, at the end of the day, I'm totally, definitely, and for sure not against it. Oh, I agree. Even when we were in North Carolina, I mean, it was such a long walk to the track. We were all watching Dirt Vision. Right. right. You can literally 
hear the car mm-hmm. shut down and within seconds they're shutting down on your phone. So right. I would, I'm not against it at all. It's just, there's too many options. That's yep. that'd be my last stake on this conversation. <laughs> but I also, the competition though is like with race XR is I think what they're doing is proving that we're going to give to the drivers more than we're going to give to us. You look at the money they give out. It's like, holy crap. It's wild. I mean, yeah. you put it, you put together what, how many $50,000 to win shows at Bristol and then a ridiculous points fund. Mm-hmm. Like that's no, it's nuts. Well, it's driving the, I don't know how you put it. It's driving the value yeah. of what you're getting up yeah. as a fan, but it also, I think makes it more difficult um, for the racer too, because now you're getting into the spend game. Yep. Yeah. You know, who can outspend who? And, and uh, anyway, so I think, yeah, I'm for it. I don't really have any other reason to be against it. Nope. Um, yeah, there's yeah, sure we can bitch and complain all we want, but just opinions. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's going to be multiple platforms that are going to follow multiple series. Yep. And um, if you can't afford it, can't afford all of them, pick one you want. Right. I mean, I wish that <clears throat> I wish they didn't jack up prices or have pay per views, you know, yeah. like that. But what do you do? You know. I mean, the only one that really comes to mind, Knoxville, you know, you got to buy the Saturday day of, and I believe, uh, I'm wondering if they did black that out. I don't remember. I don't even think they have to. <laughs> well, if it's live though. Oh. Yeah. If it's live, it, that's what it is. If it was, it was live on Mav TV. They blacked it out. Mav TV did. Oh. Blacked it out for a certain radius, but you could still watch it online. Anyway. Next topic, Gunner. Uh, well, I was just looking at our group chat and- Zach's topic. Um, we should talk about scheduling overlapping within series, like Lucas Oil Racing with MTS having a 50k show or All Stars racing close to Bristol this past weekend. Should I start? Go ahead, Zach. It sucks. Like it. it it's that's one thing that bothers the crap out of me because, like, I I think if you could have it's when you have these series, like it's a good thing, but then if this overlap sucks, um, I'd love to see. You know, Tim McCready, Devin Moran, all of them in MTS this weekend, but they're going to be following the Lucas, or, uh, Lucas Oil Tour, and I think they're in Kansas. Right. You know, that's one thing with USA Nationals that's awesome is there's no competition with that weekend. Right. But yeah. for a track promoter, this must suck. It, it, you know, how do you schedule? There's no way you'd be able to. That's way too much planning. Well, how far away is the other one? What? What are you talking about? Bristol. Bristol. I think the All-Stars were not far away. Yeah. And it's like... That sucks because then Bristol had 22 cars. <clears throat> yeah. And then all the other guys went to the. Yeah. It's like splitting fans and. Yeah. That's <clears throat> it's a, splitting cars too. You it know, sucks. It's to be 100% honest. I know which one I would have picked, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. not going to. But I mean, we kind of talked about it with Red Cedar, Cedar Lake, Rice Lake, and all that. But right. It would be nice to have, you know, the World of Outlaw, Lucas Oil guys, all of them come up here for the late model show. Yeah, because it's. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a show. I think that's why you have late model guys not following tours, is because it's. I mean, even well, though you get the tow money and the benefits with the tour, I mean, <laughs> where am I going to go to? T- it's twelve k to win in Kansas for Lucas Oil. Am I yeah. going to go chase fifty grand and three thousand to start an and MTS this weekend? If you're sitting anywhere past fifth place by that time of the year, you yeah, ain't. What you yeah, you, you ain't making going anywhere. Right. Thirty grand points yeah. money. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like some of the some of the guys up here that. Uh, you know, going down to Florida, you got to spend thirty grand to win potentially ten thousand dollars, and only right. one person goes home with that really big check. Right? right. Yeah. You know, 
so, and there's, you know, the couple of series are stepping on each other and, and I have a, the conspiracy theorist in me says that that is by design. Right. You know? Oh yeah. Cause they want, they don't want one to be bigger than the other. Yeah. It's an ego thing among, among series promoters too, I believe. But at the end of the day, you know, multiple series stepping on each other like that doesn't do anybody any good at all. You know, right. multiple series though does provided that they can work somewhat together, you know, right. and you know, so if I, you know, like look at Brandon Shepard, for example, lead the Lucas deal, right. He's proved everything he can possibly prove on the world of outlaw tour. Yep. So now he's going after the Lucas stuff. The uh, Kevin Rumley, Kyle Larson deal though, that, that yeah. was a little interesting because there's That's kind of a big deal. Right? Yeah. yeah, I wasn't. Imp- I thought the comments were comments off of emotion, and I didn't. I guess we don't know why Brandon left the tour, but I think he left it to go do Lucas stuff because he knows he can win it. Well, that team has already won, right? Yeah, you know, with Josh Richards, that team has already won the you know the Lucas points. Brandon Shepard though hasn't, right? You know, and it, I think the last two or three years he's coming out. He's come out swinging. You know, he's points leader. Well, why not stay with it at that right. point? Right. I benefits are similar. Yep. And <clears throat> I don't know. I think, and this just could be because the Lucas boys don't come up here that much. Yep. But I think the Lucas oil has a lot more prestige to it now for whatever reason. It could be the TV coverage. It could be. I think know, it's just the name. Like Lucas, everything Lucas oil puts money into, it's always a big deal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the world of outlaws. I mean, years ago, that was the shit. Right. Yeah, that's where you wanted to be. <laughs> I don't know what it's like on the sprint car side. It's the shit. Yeah. Like, that's where you want to be. The Lucas Oil, or the World of All lay model scene is interesting this year because it's like your leader is, uh, uh, who? what's his name? Dennis Herb. Mm-hmm. And yeah, five years ago, he would have been 10th in points. Like, right. He, <laughs> like, nothing against him, but there was like <laughs> the a one hot, man band. He's awesome. Well, and there was just a crap ton of talent running that that tour and now it's like nobody's running tours anymore well it was stacked is yeah there any competition on the sprint car side the all-stars it's yeah. so tony stewart series is a semi-competitor but they stay kind of in that their home base i guess you can call it as ohio pa kind of area versus world of outlaws that kind of go everywhere yeah. but it, there's people that race for their livings on the all-star tour yeah be it's going to be interesting what happens over the course of the next five years gas prices are the way that they are i mean yeah, you know, fuel- that's a thing. There's a lot of guys running the All Star because right they can at least afford to go to the next right. show. Yeah, you know, and uh, you're looking at what is there nine guys that are touring with the Outlaw Late models now, and there's probably yeah, twelve and fifteen that are touring on Lucas with Lucas deal. Yep, and you know it'd be like I said, it'd be nice if they came up this far north, but the furthest north they come up to is Knoxville, right? And uh, I think that's a shame, but you know they. You know, there's just unfortunately not enough calendar dates, right? You know, right. for for a promoter to actually make that money. I think one thing with this going back on the streaming thing, though, uh, it has benefited the for sure the World of Outlaw Tour. A team that travels with the sprint cars, if they basically get a thousand dollars in tow money now just to travel because of the streaming platforms, their points funds are bigger. It has, I mean, it hasn't. It has to be because of the streaming platforms. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I would think so, and um. And there's a lot of prestige that goes along with it, too, from a promoter's perspective. Like, hey, if you can't make it for whatever reason, you know, we want you to watch here for the low, low price of whatever it is. Right. And, yeah, I it was a big topic, pretty heated back in the day 
with the Ameri- with ADN with the American Nerd Network broadcasting it on the radio. It was a lot of fun to call those events. Right. You know, that was those were the days when I would drive three hundred miles for a cheeseburger and a soda. Yeah, to announce. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, ninety five cent gasoline. Right. Yeah, and it's a <laughs> lot of fun calling those events on the radio because you are making a word painting. Yeah. So, uh, but that's the other thing too on the with the, some of the streaming stuff. There, a lot of their announcers, unless it's like Ben Shelton or yep. you know those guys, a lot of their announcers, from my perspective, are just like, "What? What are you saying?" Like, "Oh my god," you know. <laughs> and it was like the NASCAR coverage, the announcers at uh, Bristol, you know. Uh, Mav TV is the worst. Like when they do the chili bowl, it's like you guys are. Oh, just that like, chili bowl coverage was bad. Why are you? Explaining? This year it was so bad. Oh, they. It's like everybody just came out from underneath a rock, and now we're going to explain to you what a tire is and what a shock does and how many gallons a fuel tank holds. And yeah, yeah. That's what you do on intermission. You have a cutaway yeah. car or something. And- well, well, I think like- that flow racing <coughs> probably does about the best job out of all of them. Yeah, I agree. The content for the, what you pay for is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think I Saturday night there was... 12 races on I could choose from. And I mean, are, is the yeah, broadcast just like click, 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 click. The click. broadcast quality is a definitely the lowest out of all of them. But like, just for me to watch it is like worth it to me. I really uh, don't yeah. care about a broadcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, boys. The what? O show. Tarvis Racing. The big O. Come on. Cedar Lake Arena. Third place this weekend. Fourth, I think. He said third. Third. Oh, third. Third. Oh. Third. Third. Congrats to the O Show. Yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty cool that they got all them races in. There was a lot of racing going on up there. 150 carts. Isn't that nuts? Jeez. Noel Vibrock won one of his yep. deals, I guess. Yep. And, yeah, the, uh, cool that's a see. lot of racing. I don't care who you are. Huh? It yeah. is a long day out there if you go watch. Yeah. Did you see Cammy commented on the suit? Yeah. Liking them Liking colors. The <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, Owen. Third place, first podium at the arena. Get it done, son. You guys got some more topics? I'm dry for this. You're dry? I'm dry. You're dry? You're dry? Wow. Put on my speed stick Amish spring, or uh, Amish spring, Irish spring. Amish spring <laughs> deodorant. That's what Blake wears. I make it out of my grass. <laughs> That's what I wear. I use my fresh cut grass. And you want a whiff? <laughs> smells like you armpit. Know, Blake, when I announced for the... Uh, uh, semi-pro football team in Eau Claire. Uh-huh. I was a field announcer, and one of the one of the guys' nicknames was the Amish Warrior. Oh boy, yeah, well, that he, sounds. That's not even close to the Amish assassin. No. Amish assassin, not even close to his. Well, cool. the Amish assassin is like legendary. Yeah, Scott Brandt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, he would come out like dressed like he'd have the face paint on like Jared Allen had. He ever played for oh, the yeah. Vikings, and he'd come out and he'd do the Ultimate Warrior press oh, over. Wow. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Wow. He'd get all into it. That dude, like, meant business. Oh, yeah. Was that for the Crush? I was for the Triple Valley Predators. Predators. Yeah. For Crush games, though, he had an old uh, Crush jersey that, oh, he had, that he ripped in half. Oh, why wouldn't you, I guess? Yeah. If you're a warrior and Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Kenny o- Ken Torpin, he had a bunch of nicknames. Tater, White Cheddar, the Amish Warriors, probably my favorite. White Cheddar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this just popped in my head. I loved... How he called the J-Bar, Kareem Aldub J-Bar. 
I'm like, where does that come from? That is probably the tippy top of the tippy top of the iceberg when it comes to Buzzy Adams saying stupid stuff like that. Because he's just, he had a few Coors Lights in that guy, and he turns into really something. (laughs) There's a homeless guy. I don't know if he's homeless or not, but he lived out of his car, basically. I'm getting to it. Quick switch. And And he was walking with a cane, and he passed out near Buzzy's trailer. Oh, boy. And Buzzy's like, all right, you got to go. Come on, Dave Kane, get up. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. And, <laughs> and it's just other stupid things like, you know, we used to say, like, back when we used to party all the time after Monster Hall and then go to Rice Lake. And the old monster. I'm going to miss that. I'm, I miss that place. That's where I got my start. <clears throat> but anyway, like Buzzy's big thing, like, he'd say, what happened? And so now whenever I interview him, especially after a race, Buzz, what happened? And <laughs> just right. And we both, him and I just say dumb stuff during the interview that are kind of inside jokes to try and see if we can get each other to laugh. <laughs> I love Buzzy's hilarious, especially when you go like get, you know, get your car letter from him and sitting outside and you're like, holy crap, this thing is like sweet. And he's like, yeah, I did. Okay. And I'm <laughs> like, it's pretty good. <laughs> The, uh, His personality is hilarious. <clears throat> Definitely. I watched him win him and the actual Dave Kane, not the guy who lived out of his car, Dave Kane. <laughs> when uh, those when him and Dave Kane were battling, Buzzy went up to the flag man afterward and said, you see, this is what happens when you let two qualified professionals actually race and you don't throw the yellow every lap and a half because the car slowed down. And he just went off on the flag, man, but made legitimate <laughs> points, but also was very funny the entire right. time. Uh, We're going to text him this week and make sure he calls you Woody next time you go to interview him. Me? Yep. Like Woody Wall? No, like Woody from Toy Story. Why? Because you're like, Buzz. That, buzz. <laughs> well, you want to know. Hey, Buzz. That actually, because he's another adopted son of Tom Nesbitt, and that's how uh, Tom will, like, for you, be Blake. Gunner, <laughs> what was Zach? it? Todd? Was it Sh- Sh- Oh, what's his wife's name? Schultz. Schultzy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Schultz. Tear offs down in my helmet. All right, let's wrap this up. But before we go, Gunner, what kind of socks you wear? Hanes. You're a Hanes guy. Mine are Adidas. All day you dream about what? What do you got? All day you dream about sprint cars. Yeah, that kind of works. Uh, today I think I'm rocking a Walmart special. The Walmart. and the and one. Nice. And yeah. one. Hey, and ones. Are <laughs> and good. one. Yeah. And Saturday. One. This is how boring my life has become, fellas. So Saturday. Hey, before he gets into this, I just want everyone to know and you that we started with socks, and Ben has a story for it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I spent forty five because I had a whole bunch of like <laughs> socks that were thieved by the what are they, the sock gnome. Sock? Yeah. No. yeah. What? So I had like I had like yeah, sixteen, twenty missing pe- like uh, pairs. Yeah. yeah, I get it now. <clears throat> so <laughs> I was cleaning my house as one does, and I saw as I was doing my laundry, I had a whole bunch of just one socks. And I'm going, this isn't no. Uh-uh. So uh, Saturday so night nice. at like eight o'clock, you know, when normal humans are like at the bar or at the movies or out doing something, what was I doing? I went through all of my socks. And and I organized them all. Oh my! And I threw away a bunch. I spent forty five minutes on this project, socking it, and just yeah. And I texted 
Daryl Hazleton, actually. I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm at home, home with the kids. What are you doing? I said, I just spent 45 minutes organizing my socks. What has my life become? Oh, future conversations. <laughs> yeah. Organizing my socks on a Saturday Were they night. all lefts or rights? Which one was missing usually? Um, Mishmash. Some were black, some were white. What really pissed me off, though, is that I had a few pair that I knew were new. Yeah. There were only one. Ah, uh, that's the worst. Yeah. How does one do this? Socks. I don't know. See, when I'm when I'm out west, when I'm at uh, Alyssa's house, uh-huh. no problem. Origami. Yeah. When I'm when I'm out there, no problem. I leave with an even number of socks, and I come back with an even number of socks. My house? Nope. <laughs> one's nope. on the fan. One's in the fridge. <laughs> Who the hell knows? It's probably. Yeah, I could probably rummage around in Nesbitt's bus, not that I want oh, to or ever my. would. Uh, or the old American special there. What, what's that thing called? Living the American Dream. Yeah, the American Dream. Yep. That, uh, the old bus, though, the 61 Greyhound bus, if that, if, I wish we had that back. That thing was awesome. Awesome. Oh, no, that was really cool. Pimp. Did you ever see it? No. Not once? Negative. It, yeah. Think. Like Forrest Gump, Greyhound. You ever watch that movie? If you haven't, you need to watch it. You've never watched Forrest Gump? You've never. Maybe like 20 years ago. How old are you? You're only 20. You're only 20. Okay, so So 15 years ago. It is a classic. You ever just start? I don't even watch movies. I don't even remember the last time I watched a movie. Lieutenant Dan. I must have drank me about 23 that day. (laughs) Something bit me. I got shot right in the buttocks. But anyway, the thing, early 60s Greyhound bus. And this thing was redone on the inside. And stripper pole. Uh, we forgot to ask him the name of his strip club. Uh, Shit. Who them or yeah, me? Them. Go ahead. Yeah, they they didn't have one. Yeah, they said to come back and we didn't come back to it. That's all right. Unfortunate. Well, when we go do the video stuff with yeah, them, they got like eight months to think about it. Um, <clears throat> inside of the Greyhound is what? Awesome. Awesome. It was great. There and I mean, if those walls could talk, the stories that could be oh, told I out bet. of that. I mean, there is several times when I wake up and I'm sleeping on the couch, and that's back when Matt, Luke, and Cody were like five and six years old. <laughs> yep. I remember one one morning I woke up and I had one of the one of the kids' feet was like right in my face, <laughs> and I had another one like somehow laying like right here, and I'm twisted up into a pretzel. Oh God! I I don't I must I don't know how I fell asleep that way. How or, graphic. It was like, and I'm throwing off Kosky kids off. I mean, I'm like, get the fuck off me. What are you doing? Jeez. And yeah. Aggressive for a five year old. <laughs> that was that night we were in Arcadia and we went and we came up to Eau Claire and they stopped at uh, Big Lots. Ooh. <clears throat> Got to swing into Big Lots when you get a chance. Matt, one, Matt or Luke, one of the twins was crying because he didn't get a toy or something that he oh, wanted. And, and uh, Tom looked at me and he said, this is Tom Nesbitt School of Parenting 101. <laughs> and he looks at one of the twins that was crying. I can't remember which one it was. He goes, oh, are you going to cry? Are you going to cry like a little girl? Crying doesn't work on me. I'm not going to give you what you want at all now. And he just yelled even more. And Tom just walked away. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> oh else take the kid. Then the other twin was pointing and laughing at him. And, <laughs> <laughs> and back then they sounded just like the minions. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, boys. That was a good one. That was fun. I like Sean and Jared. That was fun. Oh, okay. be, be hard to top. Oh, that was ho- freaking hilarious. That would be, this one's going to be hard to top. Episode 61 in the books, boys. That's a wrap.
Let's thank them sponsors by hitting that button. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Catch you next week. Goodbye. That's right. Now, as always, that was anticlimactic. You got something to say? Hit up the Bell 2 Media Podcast and let them know. Like, comment, and share on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and at Bill2Media.com. Thank you, Bill 2 Media sponsors. QualityFreightRate.com, Liquid Nitro, Energy Drink, SKD, Scott King Designs, Thunderhill Speedway, Kick-Ass, Beef Jerky, Jiggy Signs, Harvest Racing, K1 Race Gear by Ryan Bowers, Spot On, Point of Sale, System Credit Card Processing, and PrettyPolishJunkie.com. Get your Built 2 Media podcast fix. Get everything you want and get everything you need. At Bill2Media.com. Except for the t shirts. Figure it out. Be back next week for another exciting Bill2 Media podcast. The Bill2 Media Media. Media. Podcast. Podcast.